2047 is the time. Mrs. Henrietta Bukhupanezulu, Deputy Minister, Department of Social Development, I'll say with her kids, is in studio. And this studio, for the first time ever, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight heads, all against me. I feel somewhat overwhelmed. That wonderful song you have heard, the artist is in studio. Unziga Donza, Selunati is also his name. In an era where the protection of women and the girl child is a constant goal to reach, one cannot help but wonder what is being done to groom a generation of young men who will not only respect but protect the women of our country. In the Eastern Cape, with the help of the Department of Social Development, a talented young man with a gift for music is playing his role in ensuring that the spotlight is also placed on the plight of the boy child. Through his song, Bambelela, Selunatin Zigadonza, who is in studio and right before me, is helping boys and young men to not only acknowledge the challenges they face, but to speak openly about them. Bambelela, the song, means hang in there in the Nguni languages and dialect. The song was adopted by the Department of Social Development's Boys Assembly, an initiative which aims to mobilize young men to be part of the solution in transforming existing gender imbalances. More about that because these young men are between the ages 14 and 24, a background and a conversation that continues from the last time we had her on air. Deputy Minister Henrietta Bukhupanezulume. Dumela, how are you? Oh, I'm very blessed and I'm very happy to be here this evening. Uh, with my boys, my future, I'm grateful that SAFM is actually making sure that the boys are actually going um, to be better men. So, yeah. Nsiga, beautiful song. Where are you? There we go. Nsiga, right thank you so much. Thank you also for respecting the platform. And I think I, know, I need to say this. You flew in from KwaZulu-Natal. From Cape Town, rather. I beg your pardon, from Cape Town. Yes. All the way just for this interview, which is going to last no more than half an hour, 20 minutes. We do appreciate your efforts in doing that. Tell us about this song and what inspired it, please. Bambelela. This song is all about me trying to put the correct narrative out there for the youth to understand that in as much as we may make music to have fun and entertain others, it also needs to have a message. It has to bear essence. And the message behind this song is acknowledging the fact that life is not perfect, life is not easy, but ultimately it's up to you to play your part. It's up to you to hold on and it's up to people like myself and others to inspire and encourage everyone around us and to let them know really that they're not alone and that all they have to do is to hold on. Bambelela. Bambelela indeed. Let me come to you, Oyama Tai. Good evening, sir. Thank you so much for joining us as well, young gentleman who is part of this brigade to not only change the narrative about boys and men and patriarchy, but more importantly, and which is essentially why we are on this platform, is to make sure the broader narrative on South Africa, gender-based violence, changes. What is your role as a young South African, as a man, as a boy, as a brother, as a father, in ensuring that we have a safe society for men and women, in particular women and children? Um, uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you all for having me today. Um, as a boy, I would say it all uh, because it begins at home from your parents and your teaching from your parents to be a secure and a good man in the future. You participated in this as well. Thank you so much for the brilliant answer, Mr. Oyama. Good evening also to you. Thank you for joining us. How has this been part of this initiative? allowed you to better engage your society to understand what truly is the problem that South Africa faces as a nation and how in your way can you contribute to uplifting South Africa? Uh, well, my name is Samuel Tola. Yeah. So uh, uh, participating in this uh, campaign 
uh, has helped me to to truly to understand uh, what becoming a man is. Uh, what becoming a man? Um, yeah. You're a bit nervous, I understand. Yeah, yeah. But uh, first of all, I just do appreciate the fact that you've taken the time to come here. Let me come back to you, Ansiga, because not only have you done the song, but I think more importantly, the song comes secondary to the message that is being preached, saying no to gender-based violence, creating a culture within our societies and the many subcultures that come from specific cultures about really having a society where the true human freedoms can be enjoyed by children, by the aged, by women, by men, so that we can be a society that can really get on with becoming prosperous. Yes, sir, indeed. And the idea behind putting it into song form is because music makes it easy for people to engage. Not everyone can understand complicated speeches with all kinds of jargon, but when you put a song... Minister speeches, right? Well, <laughs> well, but putting it in the form of a song and a genre that people really pay a lot of attention to, the idea behind that was to spread the message as far as possible, to reach as many people as possible. And by doing that, we really hope that we can influence people, young men specifically, everyone of course, but young men specifically, to take a look at themselves, where they are from, what they have been through, and how their experiences have shaped them. In much the same way that I share my story in this song, I want people to consider their stories and also to understand that your past doesn't make you. Your past doesn't give you a platform to do things like abusing women and mistreating children. The idea here is that it doesn't matter where you are from. It's up to you to choose what your tomorrow is going to look like. And that's what I'm trying to push with this song. I wouldn't want to be in trouble with the establishment by bringing the minister in only to have one voice. So let me come back to you, Deputy <laughs> Minister. Mama Unziga says something quite important here. The reflection to one's past need not necessarily be one's future. Past in the context of having been exposed to all of these social abnormalities, these social ills, these things that even became norm and institutionalized, which are not conducive for the society that the country is building and wants out of the constitutional pact to which it bound itself some 26 years ago. How important a concession is that to, first of all, own up to the past as an individual and as a society? I think, firstly, let me contextualize that um, the Boys Assembly, when the department um, implemented the program, Men and Boys Championing Change, it's important that we did that in the context of ensuring that we address the social structural drivers of what makes South Africa that which we don't want. Mm. And for people to have an opportunity to actually reflect. So we're starting, uh, obviously, we have different programs. We've got the Men and Boys Championing Change, where we we are investing. I always say to the guys when I spend time with the boys, is that um, I'm at a farm and I am planting. And I am expecting to actually reap a different kind of men. Hence, uh, when we engage boys, mm. uh, we make sure the men are there. When we engage men, we ensure that the boys are there so that the intergenerational dialogues and precisely what boys are exposed to. If your father beats up your mother and uh, in front of you as a kid, as a boy, 
uh, you 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 actually would think that that is how you will express love because then your father would be saying i love you and your mother would be saying i'm protect i'm staying in this abusive relationship because i'm protecting my children and then that con- that cycle continues so what mm. we're doing is to say i'm using that as a as a typical example is to say yes um let's you know we're saying look at what is good in your family and take that and move forward with it but we're creating a platform where boys through the boys assemblies would be able to hear the other voice and they can able many voices that that the world has out there and uh, them reflecting on their own families precisely to get to where you asked me the question that says if this is the only thing I know and I'm not privileged enough to be exposed to the many other things, at least the boys assembly is giving me an opportunity to have the necessary support so that my past does not determine my future. I can take from my past what I need and then what I don't need can stay in the past. And hence we brought in Bambelela as a song, as a department, to mm. say we need, because we're building young boys, we need them to be able to relate to something that is going to, to you know, lyrics that will live with them. Uh, songs that they can listen when they feel sad and they can remember that, um, you know, mm, mm, um, that... Yeah. yeah. Your, your Sunday will also come. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. So when we picked the song and when we listened to the lyrics, it fell within that which we as DSD are dealing with. Drugs, alcohol, HIV, um, dysfunctional families, poverty. So the song reflects and has the core messages of all our programs. And it also reflects the social structural drivers mm. that we as a department need to address. So now we know that we've got uh, Nzika as our, as our um, let me call him a mascot. Thank you so much, Deputy Minister, because I, I, I do want to squeeze in Usamgelo Twala and Oyamatai in asking them just before we go to the news. When we hear all of these things, each and every single one of us in this dream, I would imagine, in this room has a dream, has a vision, has something that they want to extract out of life. Where do you see yourself? When you say you are successful, you are established, you are happy, what do you want to do, Samgelo Twala? What are your dreams? Uh, my dream... Uh, my dream in South Africa is becoming a, is having a, a a world free of abuse country. Speak in your language if you prefer. Yeah. Uh, in China, I would say, so Beautiful. Oyama, Oyama Tai, your view, your vision, your hope, your dreams. Okay, Speak my, as you will. Okay, my vision first. I would like to see South Africa as a beautiful country. A country with no violence. A country with no poverty. A country that, that has education and everyone is educated. And my hope is that I have a dream that everyone 
has a successful future. I'm going to give you the final word in 30 seconds. Selunati Nsika Donza, the artist here of the song Bambelela. I ask you the same question. Your dreams for yourself, your dreams for your community and country. I think for myself, I would say that I cannot wait, or rather I am pleased with the idea that I'm already playing my part in changing the narrative and influencing people, yielding a positive influence. And then in terms of the country, I couldn't have said it better myself. We need a country that consists of equality. We need a country where women can be safe. We need a country where our children will be raised right. And of course, the list is endless. But the idea here is that we need to cover the original bases. And really, it starts at home. It starts with us. It starts at home. Mr. Selunatinzika Donza, Mr. Oyama Daye, Mr. Samgero Twala, thank you so much, gentlemen, for your time. We're going to finish with you now because in the new hour, it's a completely new, different conversation. But, of course, because we do respect our elders and our leaders in society, of course, we, do gonna, we are going to come back to you, Deputy Minister May Henrietta Buhopanizuli. For now, it's 21 hours. Of course, it's time for news. Please stay tuned. This is The Viewpoint on SAFM. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On the viewpoint. We are back. We are live. We are in studio. Mr. Samgelo Twala, Mr. Oyama Dai, Mr. Selunatin Zigadonza, whose song Bambelela featured, I understand, for the first time ever on any platform. And we are very proud, therefore, as SAFM, to have been the protagonists in championing the youth voice through music, through the arts, through creativity, but more importantly, driving a very important social message that is saying no to gender-based violence and leading the narrative in that regard. So our thousandth appreciation to you, Mr. Donza Minister. Finally, to you, um, of course, when I say minister, I mean Deputy Minister of Social Development, Mayor Henrietta Bukhobane Zulu. The president announced a couple of years ago after what was the first of its kind, a gender-based summit or forum, and following what happened last year, the dastardly murder of Uyinene Mkhwetian, among many, that fund, can you tell us about that fund to the extent that it ought to be dealing with a core competency of social development, no to gender-based violence? How far about that fund? What can you tell us that we don't know as a society, as as people? Firstly, um, let me say that it's important for us to understand that the fund uh, uh, sits in different departments. As the Department of Social Development with a core, but we're also supporting um, the different departments. Our responsibility is to ensure that we are dealing with the prevention. So we have increased the number of social workers from that fund. Uh, we are establishing the safe spaces for men as uh, we add perpetrators as well as support to men in their progr- in programs because uh, one of why we need, we have such high prevalence of gender-based violence, we realize that we actually 
our program is about victim empowerment. So we don't want you to be a victim. We need to prevent you from being a victim. So we're dealing with men and both women in that fund. Um, we are also increasing the shelters, uh, both for men, for LGBTI, Q plus communities. Mm. We are we we've we're busy rolling out new shelters. We're also providing uh, trainings. We're also funding NPOs that are one providing sheltering services, two doing behavioral change programs, three that are doing uh, family support programs. So we've uh, appointed fifteen NPOs since they are fund that are national and provincial. We are training, we've trained of the 9,000 traditional leaders that we have across the country for five-day social behavioral change and social structural mm. drivers since the announcement. Uh, we've worked with the National House of Traditional Leaders to actually train uh, tribal authorities, uh, the whole institution, on how they need to deal with issues in the villages and how they need to adjudicate. So we've trained 8,000 and we are only left with a thousand since the summit we have uh we in the current finalizing the establishment of the council that has gone through cabinet and the council is being established as we speak uh we have uh, approved consulted ran workshops and consulted different sectors of society and we've developed the national strategic plan on gender-based violence uh, learning from the national strategic plan on hiv and aids and bringing together the different sectors and that will be implementing the different aspects of the plan. The National Strategic Plan has gone through cabinet and we were in the process of actually now going out on mass train the trainer, but also on communicating when COVID-19 uh, overtake, uh, overtook and took over the limelight. But where we are now is for us to put together the sectors. But the social workers have been employed as we speak. They are at work working. Uh, doing the work that we need to do. We now need to increase the numbers and uh, we will then be building uh, into making sure that we do the positive parenting programs mm. so that both parents, uh, male and female, whether they live together or not, begin to understand their co-responsibilities. Or male and male or female and female. We yes, about exactly. Yes. Uh, that is in how we define the family in the broader sense. Um, we are already engaging the wives of traditional leaders to re-establish the village that we have lost because part of why we have the high prevalence of gender-based violence we've lost the village so in rebuilding the village we are actually in responding to that um, in having a program that we have developed uh, for the spouses of the traditional leaders that we will be rolling out we've just launched chomi uh, you'd be aware that where we are focusing on 10 to 14 year olds because we want to make sure that we can actually reach children uh, before they they experience uh, the level of abuse or internalize what is happening in their uh, households. We're taking back our streets. Um, we're introducing indigenous games as the department that are linked to different hashtags. That is some of uh, our response plans since the gender-based violence is that we're balancing uh, the victim empowerment. Our command center has... Deputy Minister, sorry, I'm running out of time. No, I, mm -hmm. I accept the sort of consolidated approach there is towards fighting GBV from the 
institutional level. Um, let me ask this question because I don't think there's any audience in for, that I will enjoy greater in terms of stature to answer this particular question. And it's a pointed one. The debate of the state of the nation deteriorated. Yep. And politicized was a social phenomenon that needs everybody to genuinely tackle it. Mm -hmm. In the presence of the president, mm -hmm. the chief whip of the majority party, mm -hmm. the opposition got involved. Mm -hmm. At what point, because we are talking about this matter, this campaign you are running, with young men next to you, next to mm -hmm. me, in our midst, watching some of them, and women. Mm -hmm. At what point is it even appropriate for what we saw happen the way it happened in our national parliament? What in the context of everything you've said and this consolidated mm -hmm. approach to fighting GBV, on the one hand, government is doing all of these things, and yet, with the other, it does as we saw. What we saw in the National Assembly is absolutely what necessitates the men's parliaments, necessitates the boys' assemblies. It further affirmed that we are on the right track and it is important that we thought public representatives understand. But it says to us as a department, we need to go to the public representatives, our councillors, mayors, parliamentarians, which we had not added onto our programs. It said to us, we need to make them understand, firstly, what happened there was stigma, which we need to fight, and also the importance of not playing and politicizing something like gender-based violence, where the truth and the importance of saying that which happened so that our system is not plot plotted by false cases or us painting each other and accusing each other falsely. And that has said to us as a department, in our response, we will be training public representatives. No, sure. No, I accept. If I were to ask you to give what we saw an adjective, which adjective would you use to describe what the nation, the continent, the world saw in the president's presence? Appalling. Ultimate disrespect of the highest order amongst senior political leaders. That was the highest disrespect, not only to women, mm. to families, but to South Africa as a whole. Minister, thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. Nziga, you are listening. You've yes. written a song about what is appalling in this country. How do you develop as an artist to make sure that this message you have started, you have made yourself now a crusader for championing the eradication of GBV? How do we look to you as a public figure? Inevitably, you will become that. And make sure that your lyrics remain true to the message to remain true to who you are, to your dreams, your aspirations for yourself and for this country. What do we look forward to in you or what can we look forward to in you using your gifts and talents through music to make sure we never have a minister saying about her contemporaries, her colleagues who should be leading us that their conduct is appalling. I would say in future, look for more of the same. 
because this message isn't a message that I picked up in an effort to spread it because I believed so hard in it after reading about it or hearing about it. I myself am the product of a broken marriage. I know the pain Filter the song in that comes with violence at home. I understand what people are going through out there. And that is why I wrote this song. That is one of the many reasons why I believe this message needs to be pushed. And in reality, the truth is I don't have all the answers. But what I can say to you, you right now, and something that you can hold me accountable for in future, is that I will play my part to make sure that people don't experience, or at least less people experience, some of the things that I've gone through. To make sure that children out there understand that just because I'm a public figure these days, it doesn't mean my life is perfect. It doesn't mean my life has ever been perfect. And I want to share my experiences in order to encourage others and to say, look, gents, it happens. Unfortunately, it's sad, but it's true. These things happen. But what are you going to do about it? Everyone can see what I am doing about it. And the question that I am posing is, as a man, a young man in society, to anyone listening, even the young women out there, because ultimately we are a society of men and women, what are you doing? And how are you going to play your part? Thank you so much. Yes, sir. We are the ones we have been waiting for. We have been waiting for you. We've been waiting for your wisdom. Thoroughly appreciated. Thank you so much for your voice. Zika Donza, thank you so much for your voice. Oyamatai. Thank you so much for your voice. Thank you for your presence and inspirational leadership, Deputy Minister. The time is 2118. The song is Bambelela by the gentleman whose voice you've just heard, Selunatin Zika Donza. He will play his part. The question is, what part are you playing as you listen to these beautiful lyrics of a young man who wants to see a changed South Africa at a time where it is most so desperately needed? The time couldn't be more ripe.